as we approach this long weekend here in the U.S., some of us sit in two different camps. One of us, we're going to enjoy this long weekend for just relaxing, whether we are doing that at home or getting out of town. Others of us, this is a time to get caught up on home projects or projects that might have been sitting around and waiting for a while. If you go to any of the local hardware stores this weekend, chances are that it's going to be chock full of people filling their carts with plants for their garden or even wood for their home renovation projects. But before you choose one of those, I want to talk to you about sources of inspiration and why maybe getting your inspiration from home design TV shows might not be the best idea for you. Are you wondering if you heard that right? Yeah, you did. (laughs) I love myself a good home design show and I have a couple favorites. One of my favorites is Hometown, you know, with the cute Southern couple. Love that. Another one is actually a local one and that is Unsellable Houses and that's filmed just up the road, not too far from where I'm living. And then, of course, I love a little bit of Rambling Redhead with No Demo Reno, but I would wish that they would change the name because even though they might not be tearing down walls, they are demoing some things. But we're not talking about those three today. What we're talking about is why using home design TV shows might not be the best source of inspiration for you and what you can do instead, or maybe cautionary tales for how to approach using these if they are your main source of inspiration. So stick around and enjoy today's show. We grew up with the phrase, home is where the heart is, but our culture has shifted and now the message is, home should be Pinterest perfect. I'm calling BS on that message. Home, it's not about the stuff, it's about the story. And whether you know it or not, your home is a reflection of you and is already saying something. So what is it that you want it to say? Hey, I'm Danny, a former first grade teacher turned home decorator. Going from a dual income to a single income so I could stay home with my babies meant budget, like ramen eating, Goodwill shopping budget, and I learned a few things along the way, like how to bring big style to your home without breaking the bank, and I'm sharing it all with you. Tips, tricks, decor, and design advice so you can learn to tell your story with your style, where you can start living free from the Pinterest perfect trap and start living a life of intention. Welcome to Fig and Farm at Home, where we design happy living and where it doesn't have to be perfect to be beautiful. If I were to ask you what your favorite home design show is, what would you say? Or maybe you don't watch them at all. But if you do, I'm curious, what is it? For me, I already mentioned the three that I really enjoy watching. And every now and again, if it's a rainy, drizzly afternoon, which I mean, who are we kidding? There's a lot of those around here (laughs) near Seattle. But if there's a rainy, drizzly afternoon where we have nothing to do and I need to get a little bit of work done, maybe tidying up my office, I will turn on a home design show just to have in the background. And just like you, I love a pretty picture and I am so fascinated by the before and the after. And because designing is my profession too, I oftentimes get really excited about the ideas that are transforming before my eyes. And I think too, how it might have hit the mark or missed it completely. And I even think what I would have done differently in order to transform the space a different way. Maybe different colors I would have chosen or different artwork I would have hung or what have you. But as I was watching one of these shows recently, it made me think how even though 
these home design shows are really inspiring, they could also be very misleading. And sometimes when we take the inspiration from a show and we try to put it into reality in our own home, we end up maybe a little bit more frustrated, maybe a little bit more broke, maybe a little bit more of a candidate for the fix my house reality show. (laughs) So today I'm talking to you about four things just to be mindful of and ways that we can use these shows truly as inspiration, but check it against our own skill sets. So you don't need to take notes for today, but I do want you to just be mindful the next time you sit down and turn on your favorite home design show. And by the way, I do want to know what it is. So make sure you pop into the Facebook group and let me know. All right. The first thing to be thinking about is that when we're looking at one of these home design shows, when we're watching these, the intention behind the show for us is inspiration, right? We all want to be inspired when we sit down and watch the shows. For the creators of the show, Their intention is to make money. And how do they make money in these shows? They make money by getting viewership. How do they get viewership? They get viewership by making the shows entertaining, not only inspiring, but entertaining. And sometimes what we see in the show that looks so edited and put together, that even though it is reality TV, it is not realistic. And that's the second thing to be mindful of, that these shows are not realistic. If you go into and read some of the articles or some of the background histories about the making of the show, what you're going to find is that a lot of the dialogue, a lot of the action, a lot of the things that are shown in the show are highly scripted. And this is not news to you. This is very true to every reality show. We know that there it is meant to make it look like it is happening in real time, maybe a little bit more candid in nature, but In reality, they are not. So just keep that in mind that there are a lot of other things that we don't see happening behind the scenes in order to make the show entertaining and visible and inspiring for you. And one of those things is that these homes are usually put together and designed and taken apart and put back together and styled and all the things by a multitude of people, by teams of people, not just one person. So this idea of getting a home reno done in one one afternoon or one weekend or even a week, though realistic for a team of people, might not be realistic for you. These projects that they make look and appear so easy might not be when you don't have the skill set that goes along with the design change that is being created. And every now and again, you're lucky enough to catch a glimpse of a couple of the key players, the team members, in order to pull these changes off. But really, the shows are centered around the one or the two or the three main characters, just like a movie might be. And the other thing to keep in mind goes really hand in hand with the idea of reality TV versus what's realistically happening. And that is that so many of the images that we see are highly staged, highly curated, which is a good thing that that happens in design all the time, but it is highly staged. And what I mean by that is that the the panning out or the scanning of the room or the the still image of what we see is not necessarily the whole picture. We don't get the whole picture. We don't get the and I cautioned about that when you use Instagram or Pinterest too as your main sources of inspiration because those are usually run by 
influencers or or designers, professionals who are marketing something. Just like these TV shows are marketing something. They're ultimately trying to make money. And when we don't see the fine details, when we don't see the fine print, so to speak, we miss part of the picture. You know, a lot of the times what we see is the beginning. It doesn't look great. The changes that are going to be made, a little bit of the process, and then the grand reveal. And the grand reveal is lovely right? We all love seeing that one picture that shows kind of how shabby the home looked before and then the grand reveal after. And I think a lot of times we are sucked into this idea of the grand reveal, thinking that when we go ahead and do a home design project, even though it can be realistic and it can be doable, I think sometimes we miss the idea of the steps along the way to get us to that space of the grand reveal. And if I'm being really honest, I think sometimes the idea of the before and the after and this big showy show of the grand reveal, I think that is something that is a contributing factor to the disillusionment of prospective DIYers who are really okay with doing the work themselves, who are really okay with learning how to do it, but there's steps along the way that are missed in lieu of this grand reveal or the illusion of or the disillusion of the grand reveal. Let me explain. I had a client recently who, as I was going through her home and we were talking about all the changes she needed to make or wanted to make, not needed to make, that she wanted to make and the budget she had, not only was the budget misproportioned to the changes she had in mind, but she wanted the grand reveal. And what she was hoping for was for some of the decisions to be made based off of the interview that we had and the idea that she would walk in to a space that was completely transformed with her having no input into it or no stake in the game, for example. And explaining to her that this is not how design works and a design partnership works because ultimately I don't live in her home and she is going to be using these changes and seeing these changes and using the furniture and all the things for years to come. And so she should have a very high stake in the game. Not only is she paying for all of the furnishings and all of the changes that are going to be made, but we hope that she's going to be enjoying them. That is the ultimate goal, right? That she would enjoy them and that she would have a a say in the process. Can I do the work? Absolutely. Happy, happy, happy to do the work and make the changes and make the orders and all the things. But leaving it for a grand reveal, a surprise, is not a great idea when ultimately she could be set up for disappointment. And I think reality design TV shows are contributing to that subculture of people who just want the happy big ending rather than engaging in the process in order to take the steps to get there. So you might be asking, gosh, is Danny trying to get us to not watch any of these design shows? No, actually, absolutely not. They are so entertaining. (laughs) They are inspiring. And if you are like me, you like a good before and after. But I think before you go from the design show to tearing down that pony wall that's driving you bonkers or haphazardly picking a color palette for your home that doesn't transfer to your space well, or buying the materials for shiplap when you don't have any intention to do it, I think there are some things that we can think about before we go from the inspiration to the action. So here are some questions I want you to ask yourself. First of all, 
when you are taking a piece of inspiration, whether it is from the HGTV show or it is from a picture on Pinterest or Instagram, what is your plan? Do you have a plan and is your plan more than just an idea? Formulating that plan and seeing the grand reveal, let's just have it as that, seeing the end goal, how are you going to get to that end goal? We want to reverse engineer. We want to plan out every single step that is going to get you there, including the supplies you need, the materials you need, the tools you might need in order to get the project, knowing what steps you need to take in order to build the thing, paint the thing, hang the thing, whatever it is. Do you Are you able to do those skills on your own or do you need to do a little bit of research or get a little bit of help? And what help do you need? Do you need multiple people? Do you need multiple strong, able-bodied people? Or is the help that you need a ladder? Asking yourself what your realistic timeline is. Seeing that grand reveal at the end and knowing how much time you have between now, after you turned off that inspirational TV show, and then how much time is that? And is it a realistic amount of time? Because you are one person. Asking yourself too, what is the budget that you have from today to that grand reveal picture? What is the budget you have in mind? And are you starting with $50 or are you starting with 1000 And what happens if you need to troubleshoot along the way in order to hire the plumber because you weren't able to change the faucet or whatever it was along the way? Is that part of the budget for the change that you're going to make? Asking yourself some realistic questions in order to get to that big picture vision you have in your mind, asking those first is going to save you a lot of headache. Now, what I don't want for you to do is ask yourself those questions and then say, urge, stop, because you can make transformation and you can make small steps in that transformation. You just need to know which steps to make. You just need to know which steps to make along the way to get to that big picture at the very, very end. And sometimes if you have a realistic idea of what those changes are and what those steps are along the way, sometimes you're able to make those changes one teeny tiny little bit at a time, live with a completely functioning, (laughs) beautiful space until you're ready to make the next change and the next change, and the next change. It is a process and an evolution, and it's a roadmap. And a lot of times, one of the things that can be really understandable and relatable is that when you have this big picture in mind, this idea of what you want that room to be transformed into, whether you are taking down a wall or not, but when you have that big picture in mind, it is like the destination at the end of a map right? And how is it that you're going to get there? Do you turn left or do you turn right? Do you go forward? Now, how many miles forward do you go? How do you get there? And what are the steps that you're going to take? You would never go on a road trip without knowing how it is you're going to get there. Unless maybe you've been there and it's been in your, in your mind for years and years and years, but chances are at one point in time, you had to use the roadmap. But in this case, it's a brand new destination. It is a brand new place that you've never been before and you're trying to get there and you're trying to get there efficiently. You're trying to get there smoothly. You're trying to get there with little hiccups and roadblocks along the way. You're trying to get there without the tantrum in the car, right? We've all been been there and if you haven't, lucky you because those are quite fun. We're trying to get to that destination at the end. 
But if we only had the destination at the end in mind and we miss how to pack and how to load the car and what snacks to take along the way and all the things, we are missing a large part of the picture. And that is the same with designing a space for your home. Even if it is based on a beautiful transformation that you just saw on your favorite HGTV show. Even if it is a beautiful, inspirational picture you just saw on Instagram or on Pinterest. Even if it is a wonderful, beautiful idea that you just thought up on your own. How do we get there? Friends, that's what decorating SOS calls are all about. It is the roadmap to get you there. You have the grand idea, you want the grand reveal, but you have no idea how to get there. Information on booking a decorating SOS call is in the show notes. But as you move forward, taking that inspiration you just gained from watching this show and you turn it into action, the one thing that is most essential to do before you head to the hardware store, before you head to Home Goods, before you go get the paint, is to check to make sure that the inspiration is in alignment with your aesthetic. Or if when you create that really lovely thing that you were so inspired by, is it going to end up looking like an island, a beautiful island in the middle of your home's design? Remember that your aesthetic is unique to you and we can be inspired by these beautiful pictures and these lovely new products that we see in Target or HomeGoods or wherever we shop. We can see those things, the new color palettes are coming to light, but sometimes they are not always transferable to our home space the way it currently is. And sometimes when we make those changes, it ends up being something feels off. And you made this change, you made this beautiful change based on this inspiration, and now all of a sudden something else feels off. And it leads to a domino to fix the next thing. Or maybe you don't even realize that it's a something feels off. You think something feels off, but you don't know why it feels off. And I'm not a, not a betting person, but if I were, I would venture to guess that it is because there's the understanding of your aesthetic has been skipped at some point along the way. And although we can appreciate a beautiful, beautiful picture and a beautiful design element from this picture or the show, they don't always belong in our home space. But let's recap for today. So am I saying to stop watching home design TV shows? Nope, absolutely not. What I am saying is, hey, come into the Facebook group and tell me which one is your favorite because maybe I would like to learn a new one. The other thing I am saying is just be mindful of watching them and and just keep your perspective in check with reality. So the things to watch out for is that they are ultimately money makers and their intention is different than yours. Their intention is for entertainment and making money and yours is for gaining inspiration. What you do with that inspiration then is completely up to you. But as you go from inspiration to action, ask yourself these very, very important questions. Do you have the skill set in order to execute the plan that you just were inspired by? Do you have the tools for that execution? Do you need to ask for help and what help do you need? Do you have the timeline and the budget in order to create this beautiful masterpiece that you just were inspired by? And the most important question, does it align with your aesthetic? And if you are able to answer confidently, yes, 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 I have the tools, I have the skill, I have all the things, it aligns with my aesthetic, then you, my dear, have so much fun because when you take inspiration and you put it into action, it feels rewarding, it feels empowering, and of course, it is incredibly beautiful. 
looking back, sitting back and looking at what you have just created. And make sure you send us a picture because we all want to be inspired by your action taking. All right, friends, until next time, I'll see you soon.